comes regularly there and answers those questions uh, so that uh, they can help you in your uh, admission processes and they can help you in guiding you guys uh, uh, so thanks a lot bhavi for uh, doing this uh, uh, we we started uh, sending emails to all of the students uh, who you know took loan from us or who were in touch with us uh, in some way or another and uh, there are many seniors who uh, have agreed to uh, do this ask me anything session and uh, we had done uh, more than 20 sessions till now and uh, we have we are planning to do another 50 in the next uh, coming month keeping in mind spring 2020 and uh, fall 2020 students so uh, all the participants after the session you can go on gamdan.com slash events and you would be able to see uh, all the future events as well and if you find anything interesting uh, any particular college uh, that you find worth uh, attending those sessions, you can register for them and uh, somebody from that college would be there as well. Uh, so Bhavik, uh, uh, I just wanted to, you know, uh, if you can give a brief introduction about yourself, uh, that would be great. And accordingly, then we can take it right from there. Absolutely. Um, so first of all, I'd like to thank you for uh, having me here. Uh, I'm more than glad to uh, ask any questions uh, students might have and thereby uh, give my uh, answers um and thank you for gandan for hosting such a platform where people can actually get help uh, because i remember when i was doing uh, all these uh, efforts i was putting in all these efforts to uh, uh, try to do my masters before coming here uh, there were very limited platforms so uh, mind you i uh, i had started my masters back in 2015 so that means i was preparing for my gre back in 2014 and there weren't many platforms uh, like gandan at the time there were very few platforms so it's good that you guys are doing this um so a brief introduction about myself uh, i completed my bachelor's in information technology from university of mumbai in 2012 uh, post which i worked at infosys for uh, roughly two years and then uh, started my master's journey uh, at university of florida uh, i graduated uh, in 2017 and uh, after that i worked with companies with walmart uh, and right now i'm uh, working as a software developer engineer with amazon Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, for, uh, for a moment, I wasn't able to hear you. Now you're clear. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, what made you take this decision that uh, you want to do uh, your higher education abroad? Uh, so, what was it that was the motivation for you? Um, to be honest, when I was doing my undergrad, I had no intention of doing my masters whatsoever. Um, and, and then I started with Infosys. Initially, the work was good, but after a certain point in time, uh, it felt that there was very limited growth and I felt stagnant uh, in my career. Mm -hmm. So I thought Masters would be a good opportunity for me to grow myself as, uh, as a developer and it would be good for my career. Okay. And uh, what was your preparation like? When did you give your GRE and... Uh... After giving the GRE, what, what did you do uh, and how you finally ended up at the uh, uh, University of Florida? Uh, it was quite a uh, long journey, I would say. Um, I gave my GRE in, I think, first week of September in 2014. Um, and I actually started preparation for that in March of that year. Uh, so I gave roughly six months preparation time for my, uh, um, uh, to me because I, I didn't have much time in my hands uh, for preparation because I, I was uh, working at Infosys and at times uh, I, I used to work um, during night shifts or during weekends so I didn't have much time. So I thought it's, it's good if I give myself a little more time than usual for preparation. Um, and then Later in September, I gave my uh, TOEFL. I think it was like September end. Um, and then I got my admit from University of Florida in April 2015. Um, and then I just uh, gave my visa interview and then I came here. Got it. 
right so which were the colleges uh, along with the university of florida you applied to and from where all you uh, did you get an admit and then how you compared those universities in general so i applied to i guess 10 or 11 universities of which i kept uh, a, 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 like segregation of 4 uh, 4 to 5 uh, highly optimistic uh then two to three uh, mid range and then uh, three safe universities so university of florida for me was sort of like mid mid level because my gre score was 321 at the time i'm not sure if the format has changed in the last 5 years or not mm-hmm. um so i got admit from ufl uh for masters in computer science and i got an admit from university of uh, illinois at chicago uh but the uh, the major that I was of, uh, I was offered was information technology okay. so uh i i took the decision of joining ufl because of computer science okay got it and how you felt after reading there like how different it was from what you expected uh and how different it was from your undergrad um it was a completely different experience um the curriculum or the way of uh, knowledge dissemination and the way of learning that goes around here is very different than uh, at least university of mumbai i'm not sure how other universities are in india uh, but it's not so much focused on um, theory or it's it's not that you have one defined textbook for every course that you take you have to do your own bit of research uh, and this was the first time in my life that i actually had to read research papers to get some of my assignments done i had never read a single research paper uh, in my undergrad so that was a new eye opening experience for me and how difficult was it for you uh, you know at at it start did you feel that you know it's going to be difficult or something like that absolutely so in the first few weeks it was very overwhelming because uh, one that you are in a different country so the environment is very different people are very different on top of that you are in a place where uh, you are undergoing a study that you have not done uh, prior in your life um, mm-hmm. there were a lot of lot of challenges but one good thing was that uh, the professors were really helpful especially the seniors uh, and uh, once you get the hang of it it was a smooth ride okay and what do you think uh, was it better for you uh, that you went after some work experience or somebody who is directly graduating and directly going uh, would it be better in that mm-hmm. so does work experience really help uh, in the admission uh, in the admissions first and then in the curriculum there that's a really good question uh, so let first let me talk about the admission uh, to get an admit um, having a little bit of experience does help but it's in my opinion it's not mandatory as long as you get good gre scores and your overall uh, percentage or gpa in your undergrad is decent enough um, when it comes to uh, finding a job after coming here after graduating uh, in retrospect i would have uh, had i would have f- found it better if i had directly done my masters after my graduation um uh, if uh, uh, that way i would have saved my 2 uh, years um of work experience i know it's counterintuitive to some people to uh, directly do masters after gra- under graduation but i think that's what i would have chosen uh the reason being once you do uh, once you graduate uh, with a masters degree here uh, most of the jobs that you apply for would really wouldn't really uh, consider one or two years of experience especially if it's a consultancy uh, experience like infosys or accenture um and uh, to be honest uh, the jobs that you compete for after coming here uh, would be the same jobs that undergrads apply to like undergrads who are us nationals and people living here already they apply to the same jobs that you do uh, unless of course you do some sort of specialization like machine learning or deep learning 
and then you focus on certain uh, very specific uh, jobs uh, that's a different story okay uh, so let's straight away go to the questions asked by the students because that is the uh, purpose of the session uh, so the first question is from webhav uh mm-hmm. so the question is that i am writing my gre exam in the mid of october so will i be able to apply for fall 2020 uh because the generally the deadlines are for the december right um it's a bit uh, rushed i would say um wait so uh, is he giving his uh, gre right now say in october right so uh, how do we know how long did he uh, give himself to prepare for gre uh that's something that we don't know uh <laughs> okay so maybe let's assume that he is uh, you know giving it in october so he must be prepared for that mm-hmm. yeah okay uh, okay i think uh, mid october should be fine but then he'll really have to rush in uh, his application because uh, application for for applying to colleges getting a gre and tofl score is one thing but most of the time goes in like uh, statement of uh, your personal statement and uh, getting le- letters of recommendation and all that stuff so i would recommend uh, right after he gives his gre get his uh, foot in the door to get all these uh, documents sorted out because december is a very close de- deadline for ufl and uh, quite frankly many other uni- universities as well right and i would recommend the same to webo like uh, once you are done with your uh, gre don't waste time just uh, you know start preparing sops and uh, other stuffs uh, because yeah as as mentioned by bhavik it's very difficult you have very less time uh, to do uh, all of this and sop matters a lot in terms of uh, getting you an admission in one of the colleges uh, so the second question is from amaya so there are two cs MS and CS programs available at University of Florida. Uh, one is the Liberal Art College, and another one is Engineering College. Can you explain the difference between the two? Oh yeah, this was a really confusing thing, even uh, in uh, back in 2015. Uh, so, as far as I recall, the primary difference was the um, the core courses that were offered. in uh, liberal arts uh, computer science and in college of engineering computer science uh, i think in computer uh, uh, computer sorry in the college of engineering the uh, one of the core requirements was uh, plp uh, which is programming language principles i think that was waived off in clas uh, and there was uh, there was speculation at the time that they would get rid of the uh, computer science program altogether in uh, liberal arts and sciences and only keep Com- uh, college of engineering so i think it's better if they uh, uh, if they check the website for the latest info on that okay great uh, so next question is from uh, akansha so what material did you use to prepare for gre preparation um I I used two books. One was the official guide to GRE. Um, I think there were four tests in it, or two or four. I don't remember. But uh, I remember before um, before preparation, I just gave one of the tests to see how uh, well I scored. So that would be my benchmark. Um, and then I started preparation. And then few days before the actual test, I gave the second test. uh there was one book and the other book uh, was uh, manhattan 5 pounds uh, gre so there is a there is a very thick book called manhattan 5lb uh which is sort of like a question bank for all the sections that uh, gre has for vocab and uh, for quants uh, there was really helpful because after giving my first test from the official guide Uh, i realized what my uh, weak points are and i used the 5lb book to work on those weak points uh, and improve right uh, so how long did you prepare for gre uh, i started in march gave my uh, gre in september so roughly 6 months okay and what used to be your schedule as you mentioned that uh, you know you had a very pretty hectic uh, schedule there so how much time in a week you used to give Uh, and what was your strategy what did you do quant first verbal first 
so I I actually followed a very rigorous schedule for this uh, because I knew I had very limited time in my hand. Um, so I, after uh, giving my first test without any preparation at all, uh, and realizing what need what needs more working, um, I started working on those points early on. So I would divide my time. So let's say I'm I'm giving uh, two hours a day. Uh, I would uh, devote like 80% of the time to uh, weaker things that I need to work on and 20% of the time on the strong ones. Uh, but as time went on, I, I would, uh, I would uh, uh, optimize the ratio, uh, so sort of equalize it uh, and then um, work equally on both the sides because as as i was practicing more I, I realized i was getting better at the things i needed to work on um i needed special uh, preparation schedule for uh, verbal because uh, there were a lot of uh, words that i had to learn uh, usages of um and there was one resource called magush uh, which was really helpful for me to uh, to work on my verbal skills especially vocabulary uh, they have their free app that gives you uh, access to a lot of flashcards uh, with regards to vocabulary preparation that was really uh, helpful um, and then uh, i guess after three months uh, i uh, I was I was getting a little more uh, uh, disciplined in terms of my preparation, and I, I used to stop working uh, at Infosys and uh, leave the work at 5 p.m. sharp, and sit there in their library for like three hours straight without any distractions and just concentrate on studying. Got it. Uh, so thanks a lot for sharing that. I am sure that would be helpful for the people who are giving GRE or planning to give GRE. Uh, so the next question is from Abhishek and uh, so he's mentioning that I'm applying just after my graduation so I don't have any work experience. Uh, will there be any problem regarding internships or finding jobs in the field of computer science data science? I don't think so but one thing you have to keep in mind is right after you come here you will have to uh, so if, if internship and uh, getting a good job is like your priority like most people so i would uh, advise that right after coming here you start preparing uh, on data structures and algorithms as soon as possible uh, practice problems on lead code and uh, hacker rank geeks for geeks so these are different platforms uh, for people who have not heard of these these are different platforms that help you solve coding questions uh, coding questions are what uh, are, are something that's asked in interview questions for internship or full-time jobs uh, for software developer or uh, data scientist roles. Um, so if you don't have a work experience, uh, start preparing on these topics as soon as you land here uh, and you should be in a good shape uh, to apply. Got it. Uh, so actually, uh, in some of the other uh, uh, such session, ask me anything sessions, uh, so many alumni and students have mentioned in the past that work experience is very important in terms of getting the internship and getting the jobs. But your advice mm -hmm. is quite opposite to that. Uh, <laughs> share right. examples that why do you think work experience is not that important in securing jobs and internship and you can get even uh, without that uh, just on the basis of your academics. Uh, I'm not saying uh, you can get it based on your academics. Uh, I'm saying what most companies like, at least the big companies look for is the type of projects you have done. And these projects, uh, uh, the, the kind of projects you work on during your masters or even during your undergrads uh, would really define uh, what kind of things you are interested in, what kind of things uh, are well aligned with uh, what they are looking for. I mean, the employers. Um, and as long as you can do that after coming here, uh, it doesn't really matter if you do have a prior work experience. It helps a lot, 
uh, in some cases at least uh, like i said if you are applying for a specialist role uh, it does help to have prior experience but if you are just applying to a vanilla software developer role in any uh, good tech company uh, as long as you highlight your projects really well and uh, work on your data structure algorithms uh, it doesn't matter because the very first round that you get in any uh, in any uh, interview would be coding round if you don't pass the coding round no matter how much of experience you have you won't be able to uh, go to the next round got it uh, so the next question uh, is from kanupriya so which one is better uh, according to you msn cs from rochester or florida uh i don't really have an opinion about rochester um other than uh, okay so uh, from a colleague i know that uh, most of the universities in northern new york they don't have their own uh, career fair uh, what they do is uh, they have a single career fair somewhere near new york city which is a little far from rochester uh, and it's not for one university it's it's like for all the universities in a particular area so uh, if you are going to such a career fair you would um, you would have a lot of people from different universities not just from yours mm -hmm. uh, so that's a disadvantage in my opinion uh, but when you come to uf uf has its own career fair in its own campus twice a year uh, and only university of florida students are invited in that career fair okay yeah obviously if uh, three four students uh, university are gathering at a place then they will have more options to choose from and uh, that's a disadvantage uh, for the student uh, that's a very good point uh, bhavi uh, so uh, next question is from romya and uh, i'm really sorry i can see the nicknames here so i'm just uh, putting them <laughs> taking the nicknames uh, so i have completed my undergrad in ecu uh, i want to do masters in electrical engineering Uh, or electrical and computer engineering or computer engineering i am not sure which of this program embedded system hardware comes and in which university this is available can you shed some light on this okay uh to be honest i won't have much idea about embedded systems um but uh, i think in your very first semester you uh, get to choose uh the courses that you like and there there are grad advisors that are available to help you make a better decision on this and i think they would be a little more informed than i am with regards to electrical engineering i'm sorry uh, no worries romya so uh, maybe you can attend one of our other events uh, there is an event at 7 pm as well that is uh, for the uh, so one of the senior from uh, carnegie mellon university is coming so maybe Uh, he or she would be able to answer your question, or maybe you can attend some other event uh, by registering, and there we would help you. Otherwise, we will talk to somebody and uh, we'll make sure that uh, we have you uh, answer here in the platform itself. Uh, so, next question is from Vishwik, and uh, so he he has two two questions. The one is, uh, what are the scopes of getting a scholarship for an MS in EC? I even got a mail from the admission department encouraging me to apply with an assured academic achievement award of four thousand five hundred dollar. Need your thoughts on this as well. Okay, uh, academic uh, achievement award is something uh, that is very common in University of Florida, um, and uh, as far as I remember, many people from my batch got it as well. Uh, so try to get. a scholarship which is uh, more than your uh, regular academic achievement award because that is something that pretty much everybody gets especially uh, foreign students like us uh, so try to get a better uh, uh, scholarship from ufl uh, and yeah that's my advice so, on that can you uh, for the uh, students help here can you list out some scholarships uh, popular scholarships that usually the students at ufl gets uh from ufl you can get department uh, scholarship so there is uh, 
there is CISC uh, specific scholarship and there are two that I know of. There is one, uh, one is uh, from CIC uh, offered scholarship and one is uh, um, international students uh, scholarship. I don't know the exact name of these, but these two are uh, for specific categories of students that you can apply for. Okay. Uh, sorry, Bhavik, I'm just posing it here. I can see many students have joined after we started. So I just want to, you know, give a okay. to uh, all the new attendees. Uh, so guys, Bhavik uh, has graduated from University of Florida. Uh, and uh, the purpose of the session is that you can ask uh, any question specific if you have about University of Florida or in general uh, for MSNCS. Uh, I have shared a link uh, in the Q&A section. Uh, you can copy paste this link. That is the link to our discussion forum. And uh, uh, all the questions that is that are getting asked on the discussion forum are, are getting answered by Bhavik here. Uh, so you can just click on the link. It will take you to the discussion forum. You can log in by signing up. And uh, there is, would be a reply button, which you can use to uh, answer the questions. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Bhavik, about that. Uh, so let me just... No problem. Uh, yeah. So uh, let, the next question from Vishwik. Uh, are there any enough campus career fairs to try and get an internship or job opportunities on our own? On your own. So, uh, wait, so I, I, I'm sorry, I quite didn't understand the question. So uh, he's talking about uh, career fairs and finding job on, on their own or? Uh, career, uh, enough campus career fairs uh, in, your, uh, in your university is I think what he's trying to ask. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, there are two. One happens in fall and one in spring. Uh, you can attend both of these. Uh, and there are plenty of good companies that uh, come around. Uh, companies like uh, Amazon, Bloomberg, uh, Microsoft. Um, these three companies pretty much come every single uh, career field. So uh, there are many others and there are a few local uh, good tech companies, uh, local Gainesville companies that come there too. Uh, those would be uh, good companies for internship. Uh, but for full time, you can uh, apply to big companies as well. Uh, other than these two uh, career fairs, uh, there is an annual hackathon that happens every February or March. Um, and uh, in these hackathons, many good companies also come and uh, look at projects that people work on and uh, i've heard of people getting offers during these hackathons too so it's also a good platform and good opportunity and uh Bhavik, according to you uh, how difficult it is to get an internship and job uh, uh, just in general uh, if the students uh, you know who are thinking about going abroad so mm -hmm. is there a process uh, that's a really good question. Personally speaking, I found it difficult. Uh, no sugar coated answer there. Uh, I found it really difficult to get internship. Uh, and then I, I ended up uh, doing research work uh, under a professor uh, as part of my internship, as part of my summer project, uh, which was good in its own way. I would have rather preferred to have an internship. Uh, but after that, finding a job was also uh, not quite straightforward. Um, many people uh, did find good offers early on, but there were quite a few that were still struggling uh, by the time they graduated. Um, especially in this uh, like politicized time, it's highly difficult uh, more than ever to find uh, companies that sponsor your H1B. Uh, and that's the primary reason why uh, people don't get many offers. Okay, so it's difficult process according to you. It is a difficult process, uh, but all you need is momentum. Uh, if, if you keep on applying to companies, uh, you do get good offers eventually. It's just a matter of time. It's not that you don't get it. It's just a matter of time and patience. Okay, got it. Uh, so the next question is from Vasu Sharma. Uh, so he wants to ask that which has better job prospect, MS in computer science or MS in data science? 
and what should one go for location of college or ranking of college please share your uh, material for top pe level okay so um <laughs> yeah let's let's break that down so um first uh, computer science or data science uh, so data science only if you are willing to put in the extra effort because uh, the data science specialization at least in uf is very involving and it needs you to put in additional effort than you would rather uh, do without any specialization uh, that being said um if you are really focused on doing data science uh, please bear in mind that your job prospects would also be narrowed down uh, to a specific uh, set of roles so um consider uh, consider the math here so if there are 100 companies that are giving you software developer roles there would be maybe 30 or 40 Uh, companies that would be willing to give you data science roles on top of that there would be very few companies that would give you a data science role and sponsor for your h1b so uh with us universities and us career one thing that always should uh, always dawns my mind is uh, if the company is sponsoring your h1b if they are not then uh, your scope is very limited in that regard um yeah the next question was uh, location yeah. of college versus liking of college liking of college yeah yeah uh, okay so um it does help to have a, a, a university located in an area where there are companies good companies around because those would be the companies that would be attending your career fair on a regular basis or hosting events like hackathons on a regular basis um so there are people who get mid level university offers from california but they choose to go there because not because the education is like top notch but because of the location there are tons of tech companies there and people do get jobs fairly easier than uh, being somewhere uh, like in mid us or midwest us so location is uh, really important in that regard so if you have to choose uh, between location versus rank what would be your answer um location versus rank okay um it's a good question <laughs> okay uh, my answer would be uh, go for location as long as it's uh, as long as the rank is not more than like a top 75 or top 100 okay and which rank you are referring to here the uh, there is a us uh, there is one ranking system i forgot the name uh, uh, us news ranking us world ranking uh, us U- us news or yeah us there is us news i forgot ranking. the name yeah yeah I'm, Yeah, there is US news ranking, so I think that is one you are mm-hmm. okay. Good. Right. Uh, so, and the next question, uh, the third part of the question was, share your uh, material for TOEFL. How did did you prepare for TOEFL? And if yes, how how did you prepare? What was the material you used? Hmm. Um, for TOEFL, I had uh, two two uh, two and a half three weeks of preparation. Not much. Um, and the only material i used for tofel preparation was the official guide to tofel uh, no other material whatsoever um, and that book was more than enough for uh, tofel preparation um and i would assume you would uh, give your tofel after your gre so by the time you have done you are done with your gre you would have a pretty good grasp on the uh, verbal portion of it uh, which should be more than enough for your tofel preparation um yeah resources would be just book and practicing and how much time did you give to tofel uh two weeks uh, i would uh, uh i would focus more on speaking because um i'm i'm kind of an introvert and i don't have much of speaking experience uh so uh what i used to do is i used to practice like half an hour to 45 minutes every day 
speaking on uh, TOEFL topics, TOEFL questions, uh, record them and play back to myself and see where uh, I need to improve. Got it. Uh, so the next question is from Ankur. Uh, I have applied in University of Florida for MS in ISOM, Information System and Operations. The university requires an official transcript. They are also asked to write UFL ID on the transcript. Do you have any idea about how to get the UFL ID? Very specific. You, if you have received, wait, UFL ID. Yeah. Uh, and if he if he has just applied, then he wouldn't get the UFI, UFID. Once he gets an admit, only then he'll get he'll be getting a UFID. Okay. Uh, so, Ankur, I would say if you can write it to the admission committee directly, uh, they would be the right people to answer it. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Let's move to the next question. Uh, so, does work experience will help in getting in universities, even though where GRE score is less, uh, is three to four, four marks less than average score for that university? Uh, yes. Uh, that's a that's a good question uh, right so that's actually one place where having prior experience might help if you get less GRE scores uh, because many universities not only look at your GRE scores they look at your overall profile how well your uh, SOP is written or how well your LOR is uh, and take a holistic view of uh, your profile and that includes your uh, experience as well so if you get like if uh, the threshold is somewhat like uh, 320, 315 and you score like 312 or 310, uh, four or five points down the line, uh, it would help to have good experience. Uh, right. And this is what something we have seen as well. Uh, people with below GRE score, uh, below average GRE score get into university. So it's more than GRE score, obviously. Uh, depending on your overall profile, mm -hmm. your SPPs. Uh, so the next question uh, is that what role does quality score specific play in the universities? Do uh, uh, you know colleges give or universities give more uh, preference to quality score as compared to verbal score? Uh, not really. Uh, as far as uh, some of the universities are concerned, uh, they do give more reference to quants, but they expect a threshold in verbal. So like if you if you score 170 in quants, but your verbal is really low, uh, you wouldn't still get an admit. Um, so verbal is, of course, your score booster, but what they expect is a threshold. Um, and you have to make sure that you score decent in that, at least like 155 or 160. Okay, uh, so the next question uh, is from Ravinder. Uh, how is the artificial intelligence research at U UFL? Um, frankly, I wouldn't know. Um, I know the professors involved uh, in machine learning and artificial intelligence, uh, and they are doing good research work. Uh, I don't have first-hand experience of how good it is, uh, but from an experience of uh, interacting with the professor and knowing what they do, uh, I can say that the research is going pretty well, uh, especially with uh, professors like Daisy uh, Wang uh, and uh, Anand Rangarajan. So these, these guys are uh, doing really good research work. At UF. Okay, and how is the computer science program at UFL as compared to that of Northeastern University at Boston? If you can tell. Mm -hmm. um, I live in Boston, so NEU is quite nearby. Um, I would say UF would be better. Um, in terms of the overall experience you will have. Uh, plus, okay, here's the location part that uh, we got earlier, right? So location-wise, Boston is way better as compared to uh, Florida. Uh, agreed. Uh, 
but in terms of education uh, and professors i would go with uf over neu because the kind of experience i have had uh, with respect to education and learning uh, at uf i wouldn't uh, compare that to neu and how how is the uh, how many indian students are there in your batch like in neu uh, it's like a lot many students go there uh, uh, so how many mm-hmm. indian students you find in your college proportionally uh i'd say i'd say it's pretty much same uh uf has many indian students uh, it, uh, in my batch there were uh i guess 90 students 90 to 95 students uh, that included uh, the entire uh, uh computer science masters in college of engineering plus liberal arts and in ec it was uh, similar number of students some similar number of indian students similar okay great uh, so next question uh, first of all uh, anya thanks you uh, for answering uh, his or her question before uh, so another question from vasu uh, did you consult any consultancy for soplr lor preparation uh, or prepared on your own uh yes so i did uh, take help from a consultancy for my sop and lor uh mainly because i didn't have time or the skills to write such letters uh it did help um they also helped me uh, uh filter down the list of universities that i need to apply for uh, according to my profile it did help like you have to spend uh, some portion of your money but it helps in uh, in time Right. and effort yeah uh and so how how much time did you give to write your sop and from whom you got your lor okay uh so sop was fairly straight forward because i was taking help from my consultancy what they gave me was uh firstly i, I uh, okay so so they gave me a list of things that i need to write on uh and i would just answer that the overall sop preparation took about uh a week a little over a week uh for lor since i had prior experience so uh, i took two lors from my university my undergrad university professors and one lor from my senior manager uh from infosys okay uh okay there is another question that is from rajvinder i got an admit for spring will it be any disadvantage compared to those those who join in fall uh good question in terms of finding internship it would be a little more challenging not uh, not that great little more challenging because the criteria here is uh, you need to have at least one semester done completed before you can apply uh, before you start your internship so if you're starting in spring so you, you will uh, uh like after spring you will uh, you won't have time uh, what i'm trying to say is after spring when everybody is uh already doing internship you would still have to study and you won't be able to apply for internship so that's the only ad- disadvantage uh in terms of finding a full time it's not that big because you you still have three or four total semesters when you will apply for full time and for full time roles uh, the the overall scope of uh, application timeline is very wide as compared to internships okay uh so i would also if you can uh, want if you can share your uh, experience uh, at aws you are working there in great boston area so uh, mm-hmm. how is your experience there how is the work like uh, how is the life work life balance there um, so that your students can have a bit of a perspective about uh, uh, you know jobs there as well uh, that what are they are expecting versus what the reality is absolutely um so first of all there was a misconception uh, when i actually got an offer from uh, amazon to work in aws uh, that 
people in aws don't really have work life balance and they work late uh, but after joining the team uh, what i've seen is not uh, that's not the case at least in boston it might be the case in seattle or different location but in boston people are generally pretty chilled and the work life balance is really great uh when it comes to the actual work uh i am really excited day in day out to work here because every day is a new day for me and i learn uh, something new every single day um one contrasting experience was when i was working at walmart i was uh, using cloud technology but when i'm in aws i'm actually developing cloud technology with which other companies use so that's actually a good uh, um, good vibe for me and yes. people are usually good here right uh, we have the last question from rajvinder because we already uh, coming to the closer time of the session uh, so the question is uh, mm-hmm. uh, how are the tara opportunity at ufl mm-hmm. um ra is difficult in uf because uh, ra positions are generally given to phd candidates uh, in very exceptional cases they might give ra positions to uh, a master student uh, ta positions are pretty much uh, out for grant uh, out for grabbing um, the only thing is that you need to communicate with the professor early on that you you are interested in what uh, they are teaching and you are interested in taking up the ta position some of the professors might uh, have a requirement that you uh, already take their course get a good uh, gpa in their course and then in the subsequent semester you take up the ta position so it really depends on the professor and you need to talk to the professor if they have this additional requirement or not okay and how to reach out uh, earlier uh, is it via email before the admissions you are talking about or after reaching their uh, meeting directly uh, would which one would be preferred so i would assume that if you are interested in tara positions you already have an admit from uf uh, otherwise it wouldn't make sense right um, so i would i would advise after you get your admit from uf if you are interested in ta or ra positions uh, reach out to the professor by email directly tell them that you have been admitted and you would be joining the uh, next fall uh, and you are uh, tell them a little bit about how much you know about what course they are teaching because if you are inexperienced in in their course they wouldn't give you that ta or ra position especially ra position um and ask them that uh, is it fine that you uh, uh, you can take up the ta position without taking their course or not sure they are very they generally very approachable okay uh, so that was the last question that we had and we are also about to reach the closure timing of the session so bhavik if you can just summarize mm-hmm. uh, that or anything specific that you would want to convey uh, to the uh, mm-hmm. today okay absolutely so uh, one thing is uh, it's it's actually high time so uh, i would assume many of you have already given your their gre or uh, in uh, would be giving their gre sometime this month so all the very best for that uh, just keep in mind that uh, in my experience prior work experience uh, helps very little as uh, as compared to what many people might think if you really want to land a tech job after coming here work on your data structures and algorithms uh, and uh, don't worry about uh, uh, how different the education here is compared to india uh, it's difficult uh, i'm sorry it's different and you just need to put in extra efforts in the first few weeks that you come here and professors are really very approachable you can approach them for any questions that you have uh with regards to tara or uh, even if you have any difficulty in the course that you are learning uh, you can approach them and one thing uh, one advice i would give is uh, please uh, relearn after coming here do not think the way you were studying in india would uh, be same here uh, you won't be able to mug everything in you shouldn't 
and uh, keep a habit of uh, uh, having an open mind when you when you're learning new things here because it would really help right uh, that was great bhavi thanks a lot for summarizing it uh, so to all the attendees uh, thanks a lot uh, for joining this session i just want to give uh, a brief uh, summary of the session as well um, so we have spoken about admission criteria jobs uh, spoken about pshe pariship and we will also uh, transcribe the entire conversation uh, in a brief time and you would be able to come up again and see the answer to the question in the meanwhile if you have any question if you need any help in terms of uh, higher education abroad we help in everything starting from admission especially education loans uh, we are known for it uh, uh, we can help you getting education loans from one of the best lender out there uh, we take care of the entire process and it's very advisable that you go through a third party who knows the integrities and uh, know how about the processes uh, that can really save you a lot of time and tension uh, especially when you have other ten other things in mind um, so if you need any help just check eligibility uh, on our website even if you are planning to go in fall 2020 you can get in touch with one of our counselors and uh, they can evaluate your profile for an education loan and uh, can let you know if your education loan would be possible or not or if there is any rat red flag uh, they will let you know upfront about it so that you can do something about it and uh, yeah thanks a lot everyone i hope you have a wonderful evening ahead and thanks a lot bhavik i hope you have a wonderful day ahead uh, thanks aman uh, and uh, thank you for having me and I'm, I'm, I'm more than glad to help uh, everyone out yeah okay Okay, thanks everyone. So with this, uh, I'm closing the session. Thanks. Thank you.